Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on. All over the house tonight, come on, everybody, clap your hands. We came to encourage you that it's already looking better. Come on, purpose, raise that praise. My praise, say it. My praise causes things to look better. It loosens and breaks every fetter. So my faith is increased. New blessings are released. Because of my praise. Come on, all over the house, say it. My praise causes things to look better. Say it again, my praise, say it. My praise causes things to look better. Yes, it loosens and breaks every fetter. My faith is increased. New blessings released. My praise. Come on, my praise says. So I gotta keep praising and raising my voice. Help me. 
Sometimes sin can be so tempting Sometimes wrong can be so appealing That's why we have to plead To that which is good Don't let your flesh get you in trouble I know it's hard, I know it's a struggle That's why we have to plead To that which is good Oh, please
God says that he want to make sure he's number one. Before anybody or anything, other people cannot hold positions of authority or rule in your life. You know, um, sometimes we put uh, our trust and positions uh, into judge, you know, police and judges, and sometimes we hold our pastors and priests or your spouse or your parents or your children. You may even hold your boss, and sometimes if you have a significant other, you'll hold them in high esteem in a place where only God is supposed to be. You know, you're not supposed to have Allah. You're not supposed to have Buddhist, Mary. Adonis or Apollos or sun god, aliens or no other religious god before God. It's so many, I can't even name them, y'all. But Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man coming to the Father but by him. The second thing is, the second commandment is, you shall make no idols. What are idols? Idols are a form, an image or representation, usually of a man or an animal, consecrated as an object of worship, a pagan deity. Idols are usually statues, images, carved out of wood or stone or metal, silver or gold. Now, today, um, people worship idols like... um, like like how they, they, they feel like there's an uh, adoration for something like uh, a person or something. Like, for example, y'all know some people got killed in, in Houston at the Astro World. Astro World, Travis Scott had a concert there. You know, 15 people or so many people died because people are worshiping entertainers and actors and actresses and sports figures and football players and basketball, tennis players like they're idols, you know, so that is not to be, you know. And then he said we should not make items like crosses and things if they're used for pagan idolatry as such as a charm. Number three, you should not take the name of the Lord in vain. Okay, that means cursing and swearing. The name of the Most High God is sacred not to be used as a trivial ejaculation such as a curse in vain. It means to lack the proper respect and substance that that belongs to God. Uh, Never use his name in a form of swearing or disrespecting like, oh, my blank and God blank. Okay, he does not like that. And then the next example is sometimes you use uh, his name in vain when you use humor. You know, uh, everything is supposed to glorify God, even if it's it's something funny. You hear people joking. uh, They have um, uh, innuendos and, and, and things that are said that are disrespectful. You know, don't joke when the comedians talk about God and, and it's not funny in a negative way. Don't laugh with them. So the last, the next thing is God told me that Christians of all people ought to be extremely cautious about evoking God's name for fur, to further their own status or interest, wherever it may be related to themselves and to other Christians. The uh, 
next thing he talked about was misrepresenting God. Like, y'all know how Nas did in the message I gave about Nas. He represent, he misrepresented God by false religious systems. You know, he uh, portrayed to be Jesus as a homosexual and God as being a father, being a female, you know, having a baby, you know, being female condemn homosexuality as a sin, and he's chosen to reveal himself and the male gender having a a, a man having a baby. So what Nye's presented was a misrepresentation of God. Now, the last thing about this I'll say is that, you know, we say God bless you. So if you're speaking with an unbeliever who is living in a sinful life, Perhaps you've had a discussion with him or her and have gently urged them to repent. We should be careful and not urge God blessings upon those who don't want it. We should ask that if God reveals himself to them, that maybe they will come to their repentance. Number four is keep the Sabbath day holy. The Sabbath day is a holy day. It's a holy day meant to be set apart as sacred. The Sabbath is different from all other days. On it, we are to set aside our normal routine and dedicate our time to God. God's law demands a sacrifice for breaking his law. Jesus became the sacrifice. He was not sacrificed for us to knowingly continue sin and, and that the difference of a sinner and a is uh, he falls short from the law, but a Christian fall short from the law, but because of the blood of Jesus, they repent and they turn from their disobedience. So the commandments are simply a foundation of love. Some of you parents out there, you might have taught your children some discipline, some respect, not to talk back to you. You didn't spoil them. You ain't fed a ride either. That's the fifth commandment we're going to look at. Honor your mother and your father, or vice versa, your father and then your mother. Honor is a concept that's characterized by honesty and personal integrity and respect for others and ethical conduct. Being honorable is doing the right thing for the right reason at the right moment with an element of selflessness. You know, these young people now, now their minds today, they've got a lot of wrong thinking. They don't have the consciousness that we've had in the past. And, they, you know, some of them using drugs, alcohol, they playing these violent video games and listening to music, putting thoughts in their head. And, uh, you know, many of the things they're doing nowadays is is promoting a negative spirit. And as some of you may know, my girlfriend's daughter took her life this week. You know, she and she tried to kill her father. She did the ultimate betrayal of not honoring her parents. And she has to remember that, you know, her parents – we're children of God. So when you take them, you have just punished God. And so no one really, uh, no one warned me of the consequences when I was a child about, you know what, hey, every idle word, you got to be spoken. You know, you got to be accountable for that too. And every, every action, you have to be accountable for it. So be cautious. Um, next is number six, you shall not murder. 
okay, I know you're saying I would never murder anyone. You know, it's not in my heart to murder. Mm-mm, wrong. Let's look at uh, murder a little closely because some of us are not just killers. Some of you are master assassins because some of you have killed hundreds and thousands of people. You have attacked, you have falsely accused and murdered people with your tongue. You've lied on people intentionally and sometimes unintentionally. You may have been uh, a backbiter. You might have been a gossiper or uh, or something like that. You may have um, perhaps you actually physically killed a man or a woman or a boy or girl with some type of weapon, a knife, a gun, or maybe you poisoned someone. You know, you may have uh, maybe you didn't murder someone yourself, but perhaps you witnessed a dangerous act of murderer, and you decided you don't want to lay down your life. Perhaps if someone heard about it, you being a witness or something, and so out of fear you didn't testify. Okay, some women have murdered through abortion. Okay, and um, some some of you may have uh, encouraged your girlfriend or your 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 boyfriend, your partners to uh, an abortion. So there are some things that we have to re- repent for that we're not even really aware that we were guilty of. So number seven is you shall not commit adultery. Adultery is one of the worst things that can happen to a marriage and can violate everything you built with your partner in such a painful way. There's Number one, there's different types of uh, ways that you can uh, commit adultery. So I'm going to talk about them. emotional affairs are one of the biggest threats to a relationship. It's framed as an innocent friendship, but there's sexual tension between you and the outside party. And so when there are problems in your relationship, you and your partner may look to someone else to fulfill that void. Then there's the energetic adultery, which includes inappropriate thoughts, visualizing about someone else other than your partner, fantasizing about other people as you're sleeping with your partner, visiting certain places, knowing that a person you're sexually attracted would be there, seeking eye contact with someone you're sexually attracted to, watching pornography, especially if your partner doesn't even know about it and, and is looking uh at different social uh, social media profi- profiles <clears throat> of people you may be sexually interested in. Then there's a mental adultery. Mental adultery is to look with an intention and conscious desire to gratify the lust, to picture the situation in the mind, to think in the mind with the person to the point that if the opportunity was presented, you would commit that physical act. Because uh, it says, for out of the heart proceed fornication. Out of the heart, a man proceeds evil thoughts, adulteries, and fornication. So then there is a visual adultery. This is uh, when you uh, commit adultery with your eyes, when you intentionally direct your eyes towards someone because you think they're good looking and, and they're sexually appealing to you. Then there is spiritual adultery. Um, spiritual adultery doesn't involve your un faithfulness to your partner, but it's an unfaithfulness to God. You know, when you have an excessive fondness of things of the world, you know, the Bible compares our, our unfaithfulness to one's spouse, but like a, a woman to her, her lover, even so have you been faithless to me, O house of Israel, said the Lord in Jeremiah 3 and 20. 
No one can serve two masters. You either hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. The uh, eighth commandment is you should not steal. Okay, now, some people steal by not being punctual. Uh, One of the ministers this morning said to me on the phone that someone stole her time. They were stealing her time because they weren't being punctual, and that is a form of stealing. When you slack off in your work or if you're goofing off doing your work hours when your boss is not around, you're guilty of stealing their precious resources from your company. Well, um, not being grateful to God. When we receive blessings and we don't attribute it to God, we're stealing his glory. So when you when you achieve your goal, it's not because you are good. It's because he's good. Don't steal by glory. Now, the other thing is destroying other people's reputation. When we say bad things about other people and we spread gossip, we are destroying them. Then we have, uh, if you borrow, not returning borrowed items. If you borrow something, a book, paper, whatever it is, a hair clip, slippers, you know, give it back to someone. Give it back to them and give it back to them in the same condition you borrowed it in. Telling lies. You steal when you tell lies. When you telling, uh, I'm sorry, telling lies when you steal the truth. A person deserves to know the truth. When we all tell lies, we're deceiving and manipulating people, okay? You're stealing when you're not giving your time to God, and this is the highest form of stealing. In Malachi 3 and 8 and 9, it says very clear, when you fail to tithe, you're robbing God and keeping what we don't rightfully own. Not paying for services of others. Maybe you hire someone to do some work at your house. And you you ain't paying them their money. You stealing their time and money, okay? When you humiliate, humiliate and bully and you degrade people in public, you are degra- you are humiliating them and you are stealing their dignity. So don't be calling people names because that is really tearing them down. And we don't want to tear people down. We want to build them up. Okay. Number nine is that. You are, you shall bear, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbors. Okay, okay. It means that not being truthful as a witness and you giving a false account. Okay, I don't know if any of y'all has turned back a, a, a diamond on your car on a used automobile in order to get a better price. Okay, maybe some of you have misrepresented your children's age when you in in a line to buy an expensive ticket. Or you in that um, <laughs> what is that um, that buffet where you have to go pay according to the age? You you take off a couple of years, and then um, maybe yeah, you were charging for some work that wasn't done. You know, like if you have a business, okay, or maybe you told someone's spouse that they did something that they really didn't do because you want to separate them. You know, something like. Think of those stories on Maury's show. Okay, if you do stuff like that, you petty, you messy, okay, that's not right. Uh, you're bearing false witness against your neighbor. You intend you should not covet. Covet is defined as strongly wanting something or someone else, a per- some other person has their person, their person or their property. 
when one covets, they take, okay? And, uh, you know, they, they, they're they usually envious of you. And uh, so they want whatever they feel that is most valuable. They want what is good. You know, they desire, you know, inordinately uh, the rights of others. So in summary, I'm going to quote to you John 3:17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The Ten Commandments were good enough for Jesus to follow. So who are we not to follow? We need to repent and follow his commandments. Be saved. Let's do better.
nice work, but you've been here, so you understand. See, I fell and I broke something, but I couldn't care, cause I kept running away from your love and grace. So my tricks and my pain, my failures, they only made me desperate to seek your face.
from um tweet. I think we need to go back over there and probably was it this year? Yeah. We need to take it from the top.
right now, well, I want to give a shout-out to all my favorite and best supporters. I give a shout-out to Uncle Melvin, to Queenie and Spencer. I want to give, and Sydney. <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to my brother Keith and his lovely wife, Reverend Trudy Huff, to Darice. I want to give a shout-out to Miss Barbara. I'd like to give a shout-out to Jeffrey. I'd like to give a shout-out to my brother Keith. I'd like to give a shout-out to Christina and all those that are tuned in that I do not see, that I can't see you. I want to thank you for listening to us. It's been a good praise service now, but let's keep it on moving with Jakara Lynn.
the greatest gift of all, his son, the Lord Savior, Jesus Christ. And if he's ever done anything for you, come on and help us lift his name up today. Thanks. Hey. 